This episode of the Crow Pod is brought to you by Rascals Creative. Daringly different entertainment concepts. Uh, if you need uh, bespoke events, live entertainment, filming and production work, wherever you need, they got you covered. Go check out rascals-creative.co.uk. And, of course, also copelandstreetwear.co.uk. Go get all your Rangers gear from them. They get they got some really nice stuff over there. If you would like to support the Crow Pod like these people have, just head over to anchor.fm slash crowpod and click on the support button. Supporters at the four ninety nine level get uh, one readout per month uh, for themselves or their business or charity. If you go for the nine ninety nine level, like our buddies here at Rascal Creative and uh, our good friend John O'Fraser has, then we will check you every single episode on the Crow Pod, and that goes out on both the Crow Pod Network and the Heart and Hand Network. So again, anchor.fm slash crowpod and just click on the support button. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Crow Pod, and of course, joining me, Shane, Mr. David Edgar. Hello, David. What's up, homeboys? Hey, you know, not much, not much. Todd Van Allen, back in Canada. Mm-hmm. Hi there, bud. Having a spiffy day. One of my favorite bands liked a tweet of mine, and this week I found out David doesn't know anything about football. Yay! <laughs> right, well, first of all, who was the band, so I can tell you whether you're right or not? Cake. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Right, um, no, yeah. actually, actually. The, Sorry, the, I, I did that wrong. Yeah. Apart, apart from, you know, I mean, there's, there's all the great songs we did. There's uh, The Distance and. Um, um, Short skirt, long jacket. She'd go to heaven, goes go to yeah. hell. I'll love we, you madly. Uh, you want me to keep going? Can I? No, the, oh, the, yeah, only I other, the only other good one is the live version of Jolene that they did. So it's a, it's, a, it's a genuinely brilliant song. But uh, but you know, uh, and I will survive. That's a, that's you know, it eclipses I, the original. I, I don't like novelty covers when bands do that. You know, for a laugh, I'm not a big fan of that. Especially because there seems to be this inherent thing of that the song they do is is rubbish. And I will mm. survive. It's a great song, right? Not yeah. my particular taste because I've seen far too many drunken, heartbroken divorces. <laughs> yes. To karaoke. <laughs> Uh, and this week, actually, the Prime Minister of Britain uh, did yeah, it to try, and, yeah. uh, to try and to try and get out of his situation. So there is that. But yeah, I mean, I remember years ago, um, Travis, um, dreary, dreary Scottish band, 
did uh, a cover of "Hit Me Baby One More Time" by Britney Spears, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's sort of all, all the kind of you know indie fans. Oh, that's so good! That's so funny! And I'm like, that song is about a billion times better than anything they've ever written. And uh, <laughs> you know, you know that that, that that's the thing. So. You know, I, I love my indie music, as you guys know, but mm-hmm. I I have a respect for great pop because it's the hardest thing in the world to do. Yeah, trust me, I was a holdout on Cake for a long while because I just I I heard the first two singles and went yeah 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 whatever, and I was just in the mood to hear this hear like one of their songs, and I was like you know what fuck it I'll just buy the album, and so I bought the first album and I was like oh shit I was wrong. And and I and I've just been on the bandwagon the the, the entire time. Um, I was just I was just at it. Um, as I say, I mean the fact that I know one of the fucking B sides should indicate you know uh, whether or not I quite like them. But I, I like um, a lot of the bands I like are kind of that spoken thing um, as opposed to you know I can't stand you know that Christina Aguilera fucking eight octave shit or that (laughs) (laughs) give me somebody and people go she's got an amazing range and i'm like yeah i wish her range was about fucking 500 yards away from me but um i I love that little clip you just did it sounded like shane falling downstairs it's just (laughs) it it is something that came in from america right where it runs i think they call it and it gives me them but it's (laughs) absolutely fucking dreadful when it's like that you know you take a line i don't know that it came i i think i think there's there's similarities across the pond i think you don't need to go for it we go for it you don't need to look any further than the cranberries to go oh maybe this was the origin story over here like there's there's plenty Uh, of places uh, where uh, uh, it could happen cranberries aren't british no, I think that's, true. that's true. I, I think I think you'll find. Um, oh, but no, that was a good last appearance for Todd. So. Yep, there we yeah. go. See ya. You know what? I had a good run. Coming yeah, up next, Dexy's Midnight Runners. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it drifts in um, to our to our consciousness over here. You understandably, British pop follows American pop quite a lot, but mm-hmm. um, no, I quite like when you've got someone like I love Billy Bragg, right? Who cannot yep. sing, but. Nope. I, Give me somebody who has something to say and is going to say it. I always prefer that. Um, or if you're going to do, uh, if you're going to do like you know actual singing, singing, then there's no need because Aretha Franklin has done it all already, yes. Yes. and therefore <laughs> Otis Redding has done it all already. Mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye has done it all already. There's yeah. no need, right? You, there... Nobody needs you to do this. It's done. I, I don't it. know. I don't know if you know. Speaking of Aretha Franklin, I don't know if you if you listen to any of Greg Proops's podcast. Uh, you might know Greg Proops from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. Yep. Um, he had this long run for quite a while that the national anthem of the United States of America should be anything by Aretha Franklin, and you literally just pick a random song, play it, and go. That'll do. Anything by Aretha Franklin. Uh, and, yeah, and well, I, I, Greg, I tend to agree. Greg Proops, um, years ago, there was a brilliant radio show over here, Mark, Mark and Lard, it was called, right? Mark Radcliffe mm-hmm. and his pal, Mark Riley, who was actually from, uh, in the fall. Uh, oh, yeah. Was, yeah, one of the many. But um, they were, uh, Mark Radcliffe was having a week off and Greg Proops was to be standing. So he came on and it was brilliant. He did, you know, that. Hey, everyone, I'm so glad to be here over in your country. And here are <laughs> the spin doctors. And, <laughs> and, 
and after about after about ten seconds, he ripped it off the thing and went, "I'm just kidding. I like the Clash." And put yeah. on Safe European Home, and yeah. I was like, "That is genius. That's superb." I've uh, I've actually got to to sit with him quite a while um, in and just talk comedy, which is he was actually on my podcast for a while. And then I, I hooked up with him again at this at Just for Laughs in Montreal. There's a bunch of us in the back patio um, and he's holding courts. There's a whole bunch of other comics and me just kind of, you know, listening to him regale uh, us with, you know, you know, comedy stories from the road and what's it like and in the UK and what that scene is like. And so it was absolutely fantastic. And I got a text on my phone while he was talking and he heard the notification. He looks over at me and I sheepishly went, I'm, I apologize. And I looked at it and I blurt laughed and he's like, what Mr. Van Allen? And I went, um, the most just for laughs thing ever happened. I'm sitting here in the company of the lovely and talented Greg Proops while Todd Glass messages me asking for a clip from our podcast that he can send it to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> that that reminds me of the you, you guys are not going to fucking believe this, but a delivery truck has just pulled out. No, of course house. it has. Of course and it what has. The f- I mean, we've changed the time this week. <laughs> How did they yeah, know? Yeah, we, we switch it up again. Like we, uh, how did they know? We, I mean, we even changed it from the change time. It's if every week. It. These people okay. are spying on me. Right, I'm going to mute. I'll be back in about a minute. Maybe so turn you... on your NordVPN. Maybe that'll yeah. help. Oh, yeah. There we go. Maybe get a tinfoil hat and they won't be able to read my brainwaves. <laughs> Why are Canadians blocking my bridges now? Can, oh, why, why uh, because... Uh, because we are unapologetically cocks. That's uh, why we're just a bunch of cocks. See now, I'm um, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Remember, like you know, you've been you've been doing the show with us for long enough now. You, you probably remember last year, or, may, or maybe even in 2020, when when this kind of stuff was happening in America because cops yeah. kept killing black people. Yes. Not 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 because people were being told to go get a vaccine to save mm-hmm. their life, right. but because police were murdering black people yeah. uh, on camera in, right. in the street and so like people were blocking the roadways yeah and and you know um police were <clears throat> then beating the hell out of those people or allowing mm-hmm. uh white supremacists to drive their vehicles through them now i'm mm-hmm. wondering where the white supremacists are now that there are yeah. other people blocking the road or wait mm-hmm. wait are they are yeah, they the road. <laughs> is the call so, coming from inside the house? It is all coming from inside that. Though I will say this: you you have some lovely exports from your country as well that are helping. Oh no, yeah, we've sent you yeah. our finest. Yeah, yeah. Our, your best, your brightest. Hey, you know what? Hey, keep them. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Build the wall. Wrong border. Yeah. That's all I'm Honestly, saying. Look, there's a lot of space up in you know northern <laughs> Ontario or something. You can just they whatever mm-hmm. leave them up there, and at some point. The natives up there all get sick of them and just fucking mm-hmm. murder them and bury their bodies somewhere. Well, It'll, my like, favorite, my favorite part in all of this is that the um, conservative MPs and MPPs that are saying uh, that are siding with the truck people, going, "Hey, there's no problem here," and the the people that are trapped downtown have horns going off. They finally passed an injunction saying you can't honk your horn at four in the morning, keeping everyone up because people haven't slept in a week. That yeah. live downtown, right? Well, that, just, that also seems illegal anyway. Yeah, but yeah, it is. You know. Every other city that's had one of these is is, uh, but Ottawa's like, oh, I don't know, maybe we should send them a fax. No, don't send them a fax. Send the fucking army. 
Uh, I have here a strongly worded letter, yes. which we are going to <laughs> yeah. give to the secretary, who mm-hmm. says he will give the gist of it yeah. to someone who knows the commander. One uh, uh, one of my posts that, that got a lot of traction, but haven't seen action on it yet, was uh, someone posted on Twitter and said, you're the mayor of Ottawa for a day. How do you solve this? And I said, you get the RCMP down there and tell them that all the truck drivers are aboriginals. It'll be gone <laughs> in an afternoon. I don't. Yeah, know. I, I, don't, I, I didn't I, take I, notes. No, hang either. on, it, hang it, on, Shane. It, it, I, I yeah. don't. I don't see how Anthony Kiedis and Flea will be able to help you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, once they once they unfurl those socks. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you want them out there going, "What I got you, got to get it, put it in you"? You know, I mean, it's not. It'll be fun, but it's, it's yeah. not. Well, well, see, Jacques Rougeau's still alive, and in the other, who, who was the other Mountie? He's dead, isn't he? Isn't isn't the? No, no, he's still with us. Jack oh, can't the, be the, the other one's mm-hmm. still there. Okay, all right. Jack oh no, I'm thinking of Dino Bravo. Yeah, Dino Bravo. Very oh, he's dead. dead. Yeah, he got yeah, shot. Yeah. Uh, oh he was, man, he got yeah. shot by the Canadian Mafia after yeah, getting involved. Don't in, smuggle cigarettes, in children. A, cig- <laughs> a cigarette smuggling ring, which I just think is so. Yeah. So what a magnificent way to check out of this. Uh, yeah. it reminds me of that bit of Naked Gun, you know, getting bit on the nuts by a Laplander. That's how that went to go. That's, <laughs> that's exactly how you check out if you've been yeah. a pro wrestler. You know, well, you I, can't you can't go quietly in your sleep. You need to go. No. You know, I would fight the police. I would hate my last words to be where are my fucking darts. Lamp. <laughs> Todd, who, who's who's your Olympian? That's the I saw. What what was her name? Sale in their name. The J, J, Jamie Sale or Sally or whatever. she was the 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 figure skater oh. from uh, 2002 who's lost her fucking mind on Twitter. Um, it's, it's not like she, she, she so a, a woman who. Uh, who, Jamie pretty, Sale? Yeah, no, the, the David Peltier or whatever. They, they didn't they win gold in like 2002. That sounds or, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so the the Canadian government good enough to, uh, well, basically give her a paycheck to dance around on ice for you know 15 mm-hmm. years. Uh, now apparently just uh, murdering white people according to her. Just just wholesale. Part of the government uh, worldwide conspiracy. Probably the Jews are involved. I mean, sure. if we had to guess. That's usually where this always leads. It, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn. I, yeah. I, you know, it, well, and, you know, David and the guy, this, everybody, I can't believe the PM would double down on these kind of lies about the leader of the opposition. Like, well, Mm-mm. what? what really? You, like, <laughs> Yep. Did you not get the warning shots from over here? I mean, we, yes. we literally had a guy go, like, shoot up a fucking pizza place because mm-hmm. he thought Democrats were trafficking, you know, six-year-old children in the basement. Yeah. So so apparently I was talking with a friend of mine, and he's got a pal who has infiltrated their walkie-talkie app that they use because <laughs> he'll just kind of float in. And oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this. The particle accelerator lab these guys are absent from is really missing them right yeah. now. They are really missing the the atom splitting. Um, one of the one of the co- conversations he caught it on to before he was you know banished from the application, and then just came back in with like you know uh, SS Soldier four twenty or whatever the fuck <laughs> it would be you know the handle. And uh, he uh, 
the the banter was going on of like, I don't understand these counter protests. They're coming out. They always start at five o'clock. What are they doing? Just sitting in their basements all day. What is the holdup? And uh, the, the, he posited to them, um, they're working unlike yeah. you lazy assholes. And then that just and then it just blew up. We can't counter this argument. Snap. Gone. Oh, I, I, I can't I can't Dumb. wait for the, the, the episode of Letterkenny dealing yeah. with this. This should be. Yeah, she's yeah. wonderful. I, I I hope they put K Trev into the caravan. That's my hope. <laughs> as much as I love him, I would just love the the uh, the character twist for him <laughs> to to be anti vax. God, it's oh sad. man, David, David, I miss is Ryan Jack hurt because yeah. uh, Willie Collins is a fucking idiot. Yep. Um, okay. Okay. Good. He's out. Uh, if you're listening, yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying Tuesday, to play catch up. It's, yeah, it's, he's out on uh, for for anyone listening. He's out tomorrow night because of the tackle. Now, uh, I was at the game and I was sitting mm-hmm. in the gantry. I could oh, I could sit stay seventy yards away from um, from the tackle, and I immediately mm-hmm. went, "That's a foul. He's a tackle from behind." Mm-hmm. Now, not since nineteen eighty three have you been allowed to tackle from behind, right? In the old yes, days, absolutely. No. If you were mm-hmm. a forward and the defend, if you were a, a forward and you took the ball in with your back to goal, the defender was allowed. To mm-hmm. go two footed right through your ankles to mm-hmm. get the ball. It was allowed. Yep. Right. Yep. I mean, fair enough. Um, that was the rules. It's not now. Hasn't been for a while. And Colm somehow didn't see it. I feel I feel really bad for Ryan Jack, firstly, because you know he's come in and played well and now he's missing the game, but also because everybody then blames him. Um and goes, Oh, you know, typical, he's always he's always getting injured. Yeah, mm-hmm. he will get injured if someone, you know, stamps basically on his ankle at high mm-hmm. speed. Yeah. Um yeah. Well, well, especially when the guy should have been booked in the first half. Yes. Right? I, I, absolutely. You know, I, 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 I'm not. Look, we won five nil. Mm-hmm. We would have won one nil had we lost two one. Whatever. Willie Collins wouldn't have been the the problem, right? Mm-hmm. He's a symptom. But yeah. uh, it's not whether or not referees cost you titles over the course of the season, but when they do stuff like this, it obviously it does impact, right? Again, the the, the man who who launched into this tackle should have already been on a card. Probably, probably wouldn't have done what he did in that case, but you never know uh, because it is Willie Gollum. And, and by, Mm -hmm. you know, once you get around the 60th minute in one of his matches, there's a really good chance that you're not going to get sent off because he's not going to second yellow. Oh, but that, but then you also had the Balogun one Mm -hmm. where he saw it because he was eight yards away. Mm -hmm. Follow his play. Let it go. He's running about eight to ten yards up the field now, and mm-hmm. then decides to blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, my my a, favorite thing. I, yeah. I, can I do my my rant because I did this. Oh, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I did this on the I did this on the show uh, on the daily update today, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's becoming perfectly clear, right, that we cannot continue to have what are essentially amateur referees, and they are amateur, right? Because they do it a few hours a week. Now, I play snooker a few hours a week. I do not turn up at the World Championships expecting a goal, right? (laughs) It's a hobby. Uh, That's what it is. Now, these guys, you know, and fair play to them because they, they, you know, they keep fit clearly, right? And Mm -hmm. they're obviously, you know, they'll tell you how dedicated they are to refereeing. Clancy's a lawyer, works you know, probably what, six hours a week minimum, you'd imagine. He's quite a senior lawyer. Um uh Clancy's a teacher. Uh again, you know, Col- very Col- busy. Col- Col- uh, Col- I'm sorry, <laughs> but a lot of uh, a lot of work 
you know, out yeah. whiskey bottles. So then basically to relax John, John in the Beaton spare time that the they have. Don't run on time. Yeah. <laughs> so to, to then to relax these guys in their leisure time, go and spend it refereeing. And there are two myths about it. It's like, one, they're selfless to do this. Well, no, they get paid a grand a game, right? And they can do 40 or 50 games a year. That's not bad, okay? And secondly, I mean, just think about how ridiculous this is. You've got multi-million pound footballers, right? You've got people paying hundreds, thousands of pounds every year to follow their team. You've got a TV deal that's worth you know, millions of pounds. Four quid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. But, right, all of this, yeah, yeah, people ha- people work in football, and I'm not just talking about footballers here, you know what I mean, uh, people have jobs in football, and yeah. you can lose your job if your side gets relegated. That can't yep. happen. Yep. And we've got these guys who are going in, because let's face it, they have a few spare hours to go and referee. It's laughable. And the idea of, well, you know, well, what are we going to do? We can't afford full-time refs. We're paying them 50 grand a fucking year. I think yeah. plenty of people would be willing to give up the day job and go and do it, frankly. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. how you get, like, that is literally how you get referees like Kalina, is by dedication, by making it professional, by paying them properly, Correct. by sending them on courses. That's how you get good refs is by paying and respecting the craft and realizing it's not just a, oh, shit. Like, there, uh, it reminds me of the old um, Jerry Seinfeld joke about the Three Stooges uh, and professional wrestling. Is like the, the um, In professional wrestling, the referee is kind of like Larry from the Three Stooges. Um, don't really need him, but it wouldn't be the same without him. And that's what the referees in Scotland have become. They're just sort of like, oh, shit, we need one of the guys. Okay, yeah, well, he'll do. And it's just it's it, it's becoming more and more like I I don't know how you guys watch. I was watching our TV and in the second half, after every decision that Colin was making, you would just hear both Tom and Kev go. Uh, OK, and like every well, you, you, I mean, you could see it on the park like and we you know, Robbie Nielsen needs the fucking haircut and the guy <laughs> can't stand the motherfucker. But like when he when he had to take 30 seconds to run. 80 yards across the pitch to book yeah. hit. And Nielsen was sitting there going, what, me? Yeah, okay, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't... Yeah. I mean, at it's this point, nothing. you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're just pulling cards out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. And that's... Like, he's one of these... Right, look, he's going to blow his whistle. And then he has to figure out why he did it. Like, it's not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's supposed to be inverse in that regard. And that's... You know, Clancy... I said this on Twitter. Like, Clancy's so bad and such an outlier... That you kind of lose sight of how fucking terrible Column and some of these other mm-hmm. guys are too. Yeah, and and, and that's it is it. I mean, but it's it's part of the problem with Scottish football. It's a lack of of willingness to put resources into these things that you need to develop. Whether it's you know, look, you want to sit around and talk about how we need better Scottish coaches, but then you don't want to spend money on it because you don't have money to spend on it because you don't have a fucking television contract that's yeah. worth anything in the first bucket. You it, undersell every part of the game for two decades yeah. and then wonder why you don't have any resources to invest in the game that you need to keep it functional. 
Here's the other out. thing, Shane. Here's the other thing about that, right? That they'll tell you, well, referees, you know, they do, and they do, right? They, I mean, they give up their spare time, but again, there's a reward for it. You yeah. know, but they have they have done it up to that point where they've done all, you know, the slog on a Saturday and Sunday. They've done those games, and that is mainly just for the love of it. I understand that, but they've gone all the way in it, and they say, well, you know, they've got all this experience. How are we supposed to get that? Here's an idea, right? Why don't you put an ad in the paper saying we're going to pay? 10 people, 50 grand a year, 50 grand, you know, that is a good salary in the UK. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it's double the, the average household you know, income. So, right, we're going to pay you 50 grand. And see, because they'll have the 40 hours between Monday and Friday just to train every week, mm-hmm. you'll get them there quicker than yeah. a guy who does it for three hours every week. Yeah. And, it, you know, I bet you would absolutely see an, an improvement in the standards across the board then if you did that. But then the other side of that is you would need to have, as they do in England, you would have to have accountability and you would have to have referee. If a referee is a shocker in England, they don't get a game, they, you know, yeah. and they're, they're publicly demoted and told to be better. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think that that's that ridiculous, but here's a worrying thing, because I think a lot of us, you know, are, are thinking, well, VAR, and it's something, you know, I've heard you say a few times, VAR, and we are the only league at the top 15 in Europe that don't have it. So, oh, I mean, we should... Same thing, though. We, yeah. Well, yeah. Here, someone said this to me at the weekend. I said, here's my concern about VAR. The guys that are out in the pitch that we're watching every week are the top ones, the best ones that we have in Scotland. Yeah. He said, can you imagine the shower of shit that would be sitting in the fucking VAR van? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, if that's the best level we've got out there, can you right. imagine what the second tier would be right. like? And it's a really fair point. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. For, for sure, I, I, the only way I could see Scotland doing it is if you you centralize it like MLB or the NHL does or whatever. Yeah. Where, like, where they go you got to Toronto one room, for You got call. one room and you got four guys that work in that room. They're all ex-officials, you know? You could train that's, up that's people it. to do that as well and mm-hmm. pay yeah. them 50 grand to sit in a fucking room watching yeah. the telly. Don't tell me you're not going to get applicants for this because no. you are. You'll be flooded with bloody applicants. for. So basically the job is I sit in here and watch football and occasionally if the rest made an arse of it, I go, you've made an arse of it yeah that's it and you pay me 50 grand a year for this yes fucking sign me up (laughs) yeah yeah i i don't uh you know it's uh, here's the thing other countries do this yeah other countries do look look well and also you need to there's there's a simple steps that you can take right and there's there's different solutions you can regionalize them in scaling do whatever the fuck you want to do you build referee teams like you do in other sports over here you do whatever the hell you need to do yep. but you do it to where it makes sense financially and where it makes sense from a development standpoint and where it's something that you can implement now and develop going forward not because again the, the problem with Scottish football will always be it's going to be a fucking band-aid on a broken arm Right. Yeah. If they come up with a solution to this, just like VAR is, they're not going to do it right because they haven't thought about how the fuck you're going to do it in three months and six months and fucking five years. You're not going to get it, VAR it, when no you've planning. got clubs that can't afford grass. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say uh, our problems are more fundamental. And, and, you know, it's funny because Martindale can afford a lot more than grass. Yeah. But for some reason... That joke fell flat. So there you go. <laughs> I think I think it, it almost died of embarrassment before it reached your microphone. But it soldiered on there, and Todd, it and I did. Just, 
Todd and I just we we both went outside to get a shovel. We're going to give it a decent burial, mm-hmm. and then we're never going to speak about it again. Yeah. I'll but, play uh, taps. It's just yeah, it's it's just no. Um, yeah, it was uh, an interesting week in the world of Rangers, and you're right. It just shows you the the difference in mood that mm-hmm. not so much even a result a result is important right but you know look we've lost games at parkhead before right and sadly i dare say we will again okay it, it happens um and had we went there played you know even reasonable football and lost 2-1 we would all have went fuck and we'd have been angry and we'd have been upset but it wouldn't have been the savage reaction the the reason for that is the the first half was a disgrace, a genuine, unprofessional disgrace. They gave up. Yeah, um, yeah they down tools the last five minutes. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they, they were scared. They didn't want to be there. They lost their heads completely. And they, you know, it was a complete and utter disgraceful, unprofessional performance. So, of course, there's going to be a reaction to that. Mm-hmm. But then on Sunday, they come out and they're flying into tackles. They're getting blocks in. Yeah. They're committed. You know, that's sort of what you want to see from them. And again, here's the other thing. See what happens when you do that, Rangers. It turns out, right, in case you, you had forgotten this, lad, because it appeared a few of you had, you're mm-hmm. actually better than all the rest of them at football when you do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, well, I, I, I feel like we talked about it last week here. I don't know. But, um, I, I, you know, Geo playing the two holding mids. Geo not pressing that is like we're, we're, we we're just better at football than all the other teams. Mm-hmm. So play football. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't Attack. don't absorb. You don't need to absorb whatever hearts or hibs or Aberdeen or whatever can throw at you. You just need to go out and kick their ass all over the fucking park, That's especially that. when you have by far the best player in Scottish football. Yeah. Alfred Morales is far and away better than everyone else in this league. It's not even fucking close. You, you know you have cool. the math right when you can look out in the field and go, Lundstrom's having a good game. That's the barometer. Yeah. He is the canary in the coal mine. Yep. He's he the... he gets a, a fair amount of blame, and I think it's because he's a scouser and, you know, obviously. Well, well, also he's played like shit. And also he's played like shit most of the season. <laughs> but uh, no, he, he was fine. So, yeah, all, all good. You know, and, uh, and we all know, though, that the great mood will last mm. You know, as long as we can win it until Wednesday. On the line on Wednesday night, exactly, and then it'll be it'll yeah. be all the same. But uh, yeah, because I, I mentioned this before, but when it happens, you know, we get it, and you know, podcasters get it as well. And of course, the usual people are coming out and having a go at us and mm-hmm. saying, well, you know, fan media will tell you everything's great. It's like, where? Well, yeah. I don't listen. <laughs> yeah. And you go, right, okay, but you know I'm, t- I'm telling you everything's great. Aye, aye. So then you don't ask any tough questions. On Friday at the press conference was as rough a press conference as you'll ever see, right? I mean, yeah. he got it tight, right? Yeah. And, you know, including from us. And, uh, of Why course, is that, I- David? Because we were shy on Wednesday night against Celtic, and I was very, very, very angry. Um, and people said to me, I loved this, somebody said to me, you never asked Gerard any questions like that? Oh, and I said, well, because I've only been doing them since the start of last season, and I don't know if you noticed, but last season we tended to win every fucking match. So, yeah. You know, an invincible season. So you're right, I didn't go into the press room afterwards oh and go, fucking 8-0 eight, eight against Hamilton. Hey, 8-0 against Hamilton, why not 10? You know, I didn't do that. Why? I wanted you to be like the pedantic nerd character. Excuse me, Mr. Gerard. Um, <laughs> it, it appeared to me that uh, eight goals. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who are you trying to kill? You couldn't, that's you couldn't a, score ten. That's um, sort of what they were. And it's kind of like, as I've said before, it's people aren't upset at us. They're upset at them. And they want us yeah. to be a conduit to it. Like a guy, 
you'll always ask, you know, are there any kind of questions you want asked? And if there's a kind of general theme, then we'll go with it. Um, and one guy said, yes. Um, could you give him a message that we, these tactics won't do? And I'm like, I don't think you quite understand the concept of the word question. Right. <laughs> a press conference is not for me, much as I'd like it to be, is not for me to go in and say, and another thing. Right. <laughs> you know, that, that's not what they're for. So I think it's just a crap. It, it, no, see, that's, uh, that, that, you got you got to do like the veiled Americanism thing. Hey, Gio, can you tell me about why uh, you're such a shite bag and scared of playing these squads? Can, 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 you, can, can yeah. you tell me something about that? Well, this is one of my <laughs> favorite weeks in sport, just to, to – to kind of move us off Rangers for a bit. Um, Super Bowl yes. press week. Super Bowl press week. Oh, my plus you get the Olympic pressers too. Yeah. You guys, oh my God. I'm quite enjoying everything. The, the Olympics for, for the main reason. It's the Winter Olympics. For all of you who don't know about that, which I assume will be many of our listeners. Um, they're they're the only good great. Olympics. Well, <laughs> there is that, but I like the way the BBC treat the Winter Olympics like it's a real thing. And they treat it with the reverence that they, they reserve for, you know, actual sports. But the best thing about it is I forgot, because I very rarely, you know, what BBC, apart from maybe match of the day, BBC's non-football coverage is, always has been and always will be akin to the royal coverage where <laughs> they treat it with just this incredible amount of respect, right? And Everything about it is, is so serious and the competitors are these astonishing, you know, young athletes and whatnot. So I was watching the rugby the last ten minutes of rugby. I'm not a rugby fan, but you know, Scotland, England last ten sport, minutes. Whatever. Right, exactly. It was sport, but yeah, well said, it was sport. So, you know, I, I turned it on and honest to God, the way they're going on, I'm like, you do realise this is a sport and I played this sport to a decent level, right? It's a sport where I once got a row off a teammate for not being aggressive enough, right? I was a scrum half. I was a guy that puts the ball in and digs it out and passes it and gets moving, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the guys in the scrum, the prop, said to me, you're not being aggressive enough going in and rocking for it. Now, rocking, for those of you who don't know, is when they're in the scrum and they're pushing each other and the ball is kind of running loose, my job is to go in and kick the ball out. Mm -hmm. That involves stamping on their heads, Yep. And he was giving me, a, your own team, this is, he was mm. giving me a row for not being aggressive enough in my stamping of him and his <laughs> So I said, right, okay, sure, you know, no problem. So the next time I go and I bend over and I give the instructions and I put the ball into scrum and they win it and it, they're rolling it back and it breaks down in the scrum because it's quite a, you know, dangerous and quite complicated. People break their necks, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's beginning to collapse. So I go in. And I basically fucking curb stomp this guy, right? I mean, I take a run and I leap and come right fucking down on him, right? Smash him. The ball does pop out up into my hands and I pass it and we run away. And, and he turns around to me as he's getting, as he's been helped up and goes, brilliant, much more like it. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are these people uh, on? So that just doesn't happen there. <laughs> I... When I was in, um, uh, when I was doing um, the comedy festival in Melbourne, in Australia, there was one room that they had dedicated for. Uh, basically, it was like an drinking, open mic. drinking piss out of yeah. shoes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we, this is where you go in, like you try out new stuff, for, and then then you go out and do the shows. But people knew it was kind of an open mic, and so there were like local open micers in Australia who, when faced with hecklers. And that's all there are in Australia. Um, 
really look like deer in headlights, like uh, like little trickles of pee, and then they'd leave. Um, there was me and a few other Canadians in there that had all kind of like cut our teeth in the open mic scene in Toronto with a couple of rooms in particular um, that were basically this side of an asylum uh, in terms of crowd response. So we were kind of used to heckling, and it was fine. And this one night I went up, and I figured I would just – you know, I wanted to be the polite Canadian. It was my first night there and the heckling starts and I go, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And, uh, just continued on and went through it. And the guy is still kind of badgering at me and like, okay, that's fine, sir. Thanks. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, it, it, it worked out well. It's fine. It was like, it wasn't that obtrusive, but it, it was a pain in the ass, but whatever. And I'm getting a drink afterwards. And the guy comes to the bar as I'm getting a, a drink and he goes, you should have come at me more. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? It goes, when I was heckling you, he says, that was you he goes, yeah. You should have come at me more. I go like, like what? He goes, I don't know. You should have made fun of me. It's like, so <laughs> like, so should I have called you a cunt to your face? He goes, yeah, that would be great. So I'm doing it now. What <laughs> is your, who hurt you? So the next night I was just like, okay, now that now I know this is what they want. That's the only reason they're doing it is to elicit a response and just make sure that, oh, this, this guy knows what he's doing. Okay. I see. And that was it. It's like, but like, I've never had someone, um, how come you didn't piss in my face? What? Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. It, it, it's a slightly, you know, kind of bizarre thing where you're thinking this is not a level of humanity that I am quite comfortable with. Um, but I mean, it could be worse. It could be torturing cats like yeah. Kurtzuma did this week. Oh, and yeah. I, I, I want to touch on something else because, you know, Right. Firstly, so far uh, this is a really cheery episode. I'm yeah, well, we, we, well, I, I, we, we got we got a trio of uh, the world's worst footballers to climb through here. For yeah, we do. Yeah, we'll we'll start with Kurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all coming out now. You know about you know like the behavior. That's a that's a different debate. I mean, I was, look, folks, the, the, this section here is going to be rougher than the pitch at Dumbarton right now. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I You'll be to, able to see the tires in the center of the field. It'll be fine. Yeah. I just, I, it's not so much right now. Somebody abusing an animal, which I thought was pretty well known. That's psycho behavior. You know that someone who yeah. can do that, who enjoys doing that. As a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a trait of that. Um, and it's just one of these things that's, just, I thought, basic and common humanity that we all go, that's not on. Right? Mm. You just, you know, nobody should hurt um, for fun a small defenseless animal. No. Yeah. Um, uh, especially one that you have chosen to be in the, the caregiver to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just to me that's that's unforgivable, and I'm an animal lover, right? So I, I admit that, right? But it's not; it, it's this sort of deliberate and boring contrarianism that you just know, and we've all got a friend like this. Let's be honest, right? Who you know that no matter what is, you know, it becomes public attention and people are focused on, they will check the reaction and go the other way. Mm-hmm. And it is the most boring fucking thing in the whole world. So you just know, for instance, Kurt Zuman, people are saying that's a disgrace, you know, people sh- he should be punished for that. The guys who come on and go, oh, it's not such a big deal. Um, you're all upset. And I know, can I just say to those guys, I know 
every single one of your opinions before you open your fucking mouth to tell me, <laughs> right? You use the word woke 706 times an hour, yeah. right? You believe that you're not allowed to say anything these days, and in the words of Stuart Lee, that they put you in prison just for saying you're English these days. That is exact, and it's guys. For fuck's sake, is somebody torturing a cat? The fact that somebody you don't like thinks it's a bad thing doesn't automatically mean that you should. Yeah, you know, and they're the ones who will always go, "Ah, well, you don't think for yourself." And I'm like, "No, I actually do." Whereas your opinions yeah. are entirely predictable and based on what other people aren't thinking. I just you, want to you, you how it your life. The funny thing is, a lot of these guys would be the ones being like, "Well, it's not like you raped someone," except mm. they were the ones out last week defending David Goodwillie, so they right. can't use that line because. Mm. Yeah. You know, here's that, that that would be acknowledgement that rape should probably preclude you from, you know, civil society for right. a period of time and then should be used to judge the, the morality and the basis of your character and whether or not you should All be right. the, the face of representative of, you know, say a football team or something and, like that. And here's here's a very base question about this. It's one thing to do it, which is horrible. And who the fuck records it? That's who that's, who yeah. sits there? Who yeah. sits there and goes, "Well, this is a highlight reel I need for later." And like posts who, it, yeah, records it and posts it, and you're absolutely correct. That's the thing, it, it, you know. Um, if footballers don't want people to think that they are, you know, immoral and don't have any uh, moral mm-hmm. compass, and then stop filming yourselves doing these blatantly horrible things and posting them up on the internet for attention. Yeah. On the on the good Willie thing, right? Um, there were a couple of arguments that I, I didn't quite understand. At first, is well, he's been playing for Clyde, and no one was bothered. And you're like, yes, that is true, but you should actually celebrate. We're moving to a place where people do bother, as opposed yeah. to you try going to court and saying, as a defence, well, he did it as well. Mm-hmm. They won't let you off on that, right? Or well, I've done it hundreds of times before, and you weren't bothered. They won't. They'll charge you for all those other times as well, right? That's that's not how justice works. But secondly, if you're Wraith Rovers, you guys will remember 2012. They couldn't shut the fucking mouth about Rangers Wraith Rovers. They were one of the ones that were the most yeah. mouthy every fucking day, and you were beginning to wonder why the hell. So if you set yourselves up as moral arbiters, as the guys who are cleaner than clean, who hate any sort of malpractice and hate any bad behaviour in football, and you go out and you lecture other people about it, which they did, mm-hmm. and then you boast about oh, we're a community club. Look, you know, we've got Val McDermott sponsoring us. We do all this. You are telling us you should judge us to a high standard. Absolutely unimpeachable. So then when you go and sign David Goodwillie, right, knowing everything that people know, then yeah, you're mm-hmm. going to get criticism. See when people, before you do it, tell you you're going to get criticism and you go ahead and do it. You really have no excuse. And then probably the, the, the final part of this um, for me is that people have been saying, that you know, Sturgeon is you know, she, she jumped in the bandwagon. Yeah, she she definitely did, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it still don't allow that to colour your views on what the issue is. I believe in rehabilitation, absolutely do, right? Because otherwise, what's the point? If we're just going to be like everything gets, you know, you you do something bad and you're thrown in the bin. There's no even from a practical point of view, then they'll just continue to do bad things, and then you're left with just locking yeah. them up, right? That, You've that, got that's to how you recidivism rates in the U.S. are like eighty-two percent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so it's not a solution. So, you know, unfortunately, you do have to try. 
But the first thing before anybody qualifies for that rehabilitation is an apology and an acceptance of what they did. And mm-hmm. he hasn't done that. So that's the reason why well, I'm saying. You, you, you know, the, the other the other one of the other straw men that, of course, came up a thousand times is why didn't anybody care when he was with Clyde? Yeah, right? right. Which is which is always the how come I didn't read this story I'm reading in the news and the news argument. People did bitch <laughs> when he signed with Clyde. Right. People bitched the whole time he was there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, of course, when a different club takes him on, apparently he's going to pay him 150,000 pounds because mm-hmm. now they've got to pay him off. Yeah, they uh, are. They're going to pay him like, 150 grand to leave. So, I mean, Clyde made a bad decision, and they were ridiculed and lambasted and called out for it because you weren't paying attention doesn't mean it didn't fucking happen, right? Mm-hmm. That's 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 not how things exist. They don't just go on in vacuums. But mm-hmm. then, yes, like you said too, like Sturgeon getting involved. Don't, don't, I look, I can't stand the cunt either, but don't give her the option. Right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're going to give a politician a platform to step onto? Trust me, they're going to walk right on it every time. Uh, it's just form your own opinion on it rather than what the opinions of other people are first. Just was your gut reaction, no, they shouldn't be doing this. Um, yeah, like like, like with yeah. Falkirk now, should should they be signing Lee Griffiths? No. 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 Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. Although that the jokes right itself on that one, don't they? Mm, right. Lee, Lee Griffiths sings for the Bairns. Uh, right. That one. But, I, yeah, I, I feel I feel sorry for all the comedians in Scotland right now, just looking at Good Willie's last name, going, "Do I? Do I oh, not? It, do I it, make? It was, do I it was not?" It was done at the time, and you were allowed to do it. But actually, a friend of mine sent that in a chat message, and I just turned and said to him, "That is, I cannot believe you've done that." And he went, "Oh, but." It's a bit much for you to be offended. I said, I'm not offended. I'm just appalled that you would crack right. that joke 10 years <laughs> later when it has been completely done today. I mean, that's right up there with why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side, right? Mm-hmm. You don't you don't go there because it's been done a billion yeah. times before. But we should probably talk about something happier. Can Does I, anyone have any happy news? I do. Well, I do. I, do I, w- I would I would actually like to, t- to talk about the viewing experiences of uh, of Sunday's match because the the game plan for me was we were going to parlay my my in-laws they love soccer for like for whatever reason um my mother-in-law has that's a taken great game. that's the reason oh yeah no it's it's great um well they're italian as well so that sort of helps so they yeah. they watch every Serie A game does not matter who's playing they watch every single one but for whatever reason my my mother-in-law has taken to rangers god love her isn't she the best um so the plan was we were going to go to uh, their place. I was going to hook up the, the 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 TV so we could watch the game on our TV. And uh, we'd watch the game, and then we'd have lunch, and then we'd go home. Um, and uh, they live out in the country, so they had farm internet. Uh, <laughs> not good. So my so, internet? <laughs> uh, no. It's um, – uh, we, we would get – it would buffer for a while, and then we'd get 30 seconds. Uh, and I missed the Morales goal, had not seen one goal and then, nope, then it went away. So then I had to reboot the thing. So it came back, uh, made it to the half, uh, start and stop. So I saw over the first half, I saw maybe five minutes of actual football. Um, by the way, the commercials during the break came out perfectly. Like they were, they were fantastic. Um, then they were about to do the highlight reel. So, oh, I can finally watch the game. 
and uh, I can see this goal that Morello scored. Nope, it cuts out again. So motherfuck. So okay, <laughs> try to get into the second half. Not do, so like you know, fuck it. I'll just watch this at home, whatever. And over the course of dinner, uh, I was like, oh shit, I wonder what the score was. And my father-in-law is in the in the middle of the story, and I looked at my phone and I just went, holy shit. And they're like, <laughs> what the fuck's up with you, rude boy? And I just flashed them the score. They went, holy shit. I was like, yeah, I guess I'm watching that when I get home. So. See- See if your in-laws call you rude boy. That would be, you know, the greatest. Oh, it would be. I've ever. It would be. You need to start. Wear a t-shirt. Yes. That says that. In fact, wear a t-shirt that says "Call me rude boy." And by the way, there is so much rude boy reference culture in Italian ska. It would not go amiss. You know, it's it's so good. So when I finally got home. I, I hook up RTV is like, okay, enough time have passed. I know the score, so it doesn't matter if they posted the score or not. I didn't get an email from Rangers Marketing going, why not buy 50 shirts? You yeah, know, we, like that. We won 5 0 with goals in these minutes. Why not yeah. buy a shirt? So, <laughs> so I, uh, I I fire up the, the match and uh, I decided I, I would do it off the, um, I tried it off my phone using the RTV app and just broadcast it straight to the TV. And it was really like, it was pixelated. Like it looked like the game was being played in Minecraft. And so I tried the laptop. It was even worse. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. And my wife came in, saw the low res, you know, squinting. I'm doing it. She's like, which smudge are you? Like it was just brutal. I'm like, um, so if, if we have Rangers TV people there, could you, could you render it in HD before you put it out? Is that possible? Could you, could you do that? Could you just, what, 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 we're here. While, while, while we're here on RTV, can we um can we uh, uh make sure like payments don't process three times and still keep people mm. from not using it? Uh, as right. Todd said, and as we've talked about before, stop posting the fucking scores yep. yes. under the as live section because <laughs> they're not, not me, right? Right. Usually not Todd, but there are a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially in the U.S. now, because you know you're signing U.S. players again, mm-hmm. who might be interested in watching the match, and they're not on live television over here. And it's hard for some people to get up at five o'clock in the fucking morning. On so, like um, Australia as well, you know. Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. They, 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 they would, you know, the like to be able to just log into Rangers TV and click and watch the match like they always have because that's how it always worked until like the past three months where the, mm-hmm. for some reason the fucking Shane, scores are being posted. Shane, 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 oh Shane, oh Shane, you'll be <laughs> that. You know, you'll be asking next that the ticket website isn't as incomprehensible as the, yeah. the en- finding the entrance to the pyramids at Giza. Um, you know, like, I went on the other day to try and purchase a ticket for my dad um, for a match, so I go onto the website. Now, remember, mm-hmm. folks, I have worked in building websites. I know yep. how they work, right? Yep. And it and it took me eight minutes to find the fucking bit to go and buy a gate. It is not supposed to be the mental equivalent of an assault course. It's basically <laughs> it's basically ticket wordle to yeah. try and buy. Now, here is, here's a system, right? I could knock you up a website in around about 20 minutes right, or using the most basic web, web, uh, web building software where what you do is you go in and there'll be a button that says do you want to buy a ticket for this match? And what they'll do is, bear with me, lads. Right, I know I'm getting a bit. Well, hold on, hold on. Are you gonna have them click yes or no? Just click yes, right? And what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because what about terms and conditions? Now. You need terms and conditions. They'll be there. They'll be okay. there. But uh, you click the way this button, as we call it in the trade, the button. Yep. You'll click yes. it, 
and it'll come up do you want to buy this ticket and what it'll do is it'll select from the tickets that are available and wow. you'll buy the ones you want and then you'll pay it and that will be that right now, now but, david you make it sound as if there are literally thousands of examples of this sort of platform available on the internet for them to review at any given time Mm. It's don't tell me that it's not a bit of a laugh for the staff there, but uh, actually I know that it's that's not fair because I know some of them. And oh no, they're fucking that. Yeah, they hate they, it. They, <laughs> they're irate because they're yeah. the ones who get the shit for sure. it. So no, yeah. I'm not being. Well, fair I, I, I I do I do love like the random emails it generates and sends to people, and then you know they come up like their phishing schemes or something, or <laughs> the fact that you know to do anything. Via the Rangers website, you need to have apparently six to eight different accounts per right. person in your household. Mm-hmm. Um, just just to hope at some point you land on the correct one yes. uh, for whatever it is you're trying to do at that moment. I so, wonder right. if that's that's my problem then when I've been buying, but I don't know the exact uh, you know the, the exact system of who I'm supposed to be that day. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. maybe yeah. I'm <laughs> David Egger, Mister David Egger, yeah. David That's, A. Egger. David David sixty nine. Oh, nice. oh you're, you're buying for your dad. It's David Tommy's dad, uh, Tommy's son, right? That's the one you needed today. Uh, yeah, as it's fucking utterly. Oh, I can't. Now, well, see, and that's like if I go, if I log onto the website, the RTV or the store or whatever, and you know how your browser collects and aggregates your passwords mm-hmm. if i click on the login field on anything on the rangers website i've never seen a longer list that mm-hmm. i'm just I'm like i think it's that one yep. and then of course it, nope incorrect mm-hmm. username and or password oh fuck. god yeah, 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 yeah. fucking damn it <laughs> um the so i used to work for a ticketing software company and um we had a uk office that wanted to strongly break into the UK market. And I looked at our product offering and I went, you're going to need some work. Cause I was the only person, uh, in, in the entire organization that, that followed football at all and knew anything about fan culture and stuff like that. Like to the point where I had to create a presentation for them. And they're like, they, they can't sit with the other team. No, they cannot sit with the other team. They cannot, <laughs> you cannot have that. Um, to the point, um, I got, I got to, uh, tell two VPs in a meeting to go fuck themselves um, because we had the FA as a client and they were proposing the solution in front of me where, they, uh, you know, f- uh, away fans would come in this gate, uh, home fans would come in through this gate and they would populate the, these sides of the stadiums and this is how it worked. And I was looking at the solution they proposed and I'd go, what about that middle bit that you need a check there? And they're like, no, we're not going to put a check there. It's going to take too much time. I go, well, you need to put a check there. Because otherwise, that's a, that's a fault. Like it's it's not going to work. You know, no, 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 we're not going to do it. I'm like, okay, I'm just you asked my opinion. I gave it to you. Here it is. So we're in this meeting, status meeting, and I noticed the FA has pushed it about six to eight weeks for completion time. And I went, how come that is not done? And they're like, uh, well, Todd, uh, and you'll like this. Um, that thing that you uh, that you said, uh, they they didn't buy it. And uh, they 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 need it to work. And I went, yeah. And 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 then my boss said, yeah. And we made fun of you for it. So I just looked at the room, and went, yeah. So fuck y'all. And uh, I didn't I didn't last there that long. But the the one time, speaking of of, of uh, ticketing experiences, um, if we have any um, fans of Bournemouth who ever bought tickets online, I apologize because our our entry into football was Bournemouth FC. Well, I think that. Um, uh, they, they won't be worry about for the no, FA Cup. No, they got uh... they got knocked out this week yeah. by a team from a pub 
Mm-hmm. Uh, who, for some reason, well, are still. Did you see, by the way, Frank Lampard's back in the game, and it's the greatest yes. thing ever because no one has told him about the Frank Lampard meme yet, right? No, in the very yeah, the very he first... did it with, <laughs> within four seconds of the first with his first press conference, and I'm not exaggerating for comedic effect. Four seconds, right? He did the whole. Uh, yeah, we'll need to. Uh, he, he, someone asked him, but uh, he said, "Yo, Frank, this managing Everton lark is easy." And he said, "You know, because they won four one." He said, "Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, I don't know what all the fuss about." No, but seriously, it's absolutely wonderful. Egypt, no one has clued him in on the Frank Lampard meme, and he does it just. The transitions are also what I love about Frank Lampard is he was so consistent as a player, wasn't he? He was so yeah. consistent, and he's so consistent even in his interviews. It's question, joke, no, but seriously, and he even tilts his head, <laughs> tilts his head to the left. No, he, 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 he looks right, it. then looks left, every and then looks left, right for the joke, left for the head tilt, and the no, but seriously, it's magnificent. I am. I, I, I can't stop watching his press conferences. Just uh, I, I'm desperate because you know any. I'd like. Why can't I get a manager that does press conferences like that? I'd be sitting. There, it would be like a crow pot. I'd be sitting there feeding them lines, and Frankie'd be knocking it out the park. But oh, uh, it's absolutely brilliant. You've mm. got to. Love it. By the way, we've just got beaten the under. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah well. why, I, I said, why, why was that not moved to Rockingham? Whatever. Why was that not made to, to a football pitch? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It would be, it would be a leveler. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's just a good laugh to play than a. Well, I thought it was maybe was that at the Barton you're playing, you know, next to that big rock, the the Barton Rock. And yeah, I wonder yeah. if we were trying to confuse them into thinking it was Gibraltar, and <laughs> therefore they were worrying about the fact that Spain disputes Gibraltar's ownership of uh, by the UK. <laughs> and yeah. we were trying to get into their heads, you know, um, but it clearly didn't work. It was a bit unfair because uh, Sevilla turned up and it turns out they're really good at football. Yeah. And I always think that's a wee bit unfair of these uh, so-called foreign nations that they, <laughs> they, they come to the UK with all their talent and, mm. uh, you know, they, uh, the boys done well, but that's the point of playing in these games, isn't it? You know, right. playing against boys. There's a couple there. They said this guy's already played X amount of times for Sevilla's first team, and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's uh, you know, he's, he's how much would it cost to buy him? Well, you'd need to sell a part of your stand. Ah, right, okay, <laughs> got it. Um, I'm with I'm with you there, lads. You know, it, it's a little bit offside, but I mean, they did well, and you know, mm-hmm. hopefully, I dare say that means Lowry won't be. Eh, he's young. He could go on the bench tomorrow night, couldn't he? Hi, yeah. I would, yeah, I, I, yeah. you know, it, 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 it is disappointing. You know, I, I don't think any of us expected him in Old Firm, but he was yeah. the best player in the park two matches in a row, and then, mm-hmm. you know, of course, we just have to yeah, but I, him out I, of the I, side again. I know, because I don't want us to do the, the he was the best player in the side when we weren't playing well. And we were yeah, great. No, yes. I don't want us to do to do the Robbie Mc, uh, the the Robbie McCrory thing where we go. He's great, and it's because we need something in a bright spot. Yeah, so let, yeah, let's not latch yeah, to yeah, let yeah. let's not ruin the boy. He done great. He's there if we need him. But there are guys there who are earning a shitload more who should be doing more and should mm-hmm. be you know contributing a bit more. But it, it was certainly yeah. exciting to to get a look at him. Although I felt the oldest man in the world. He did the press conference after the game. 
a cup game and he came in and I was like he's got braces Jesus Christ I, <laughs> I am now so old and the Rangers players are so young that they have braces um, to, to, to be fair there's uh, uh, there's a lot of adults that are getting it now you know like when you see the visible yeah, and, the, and the whole thing so it's not you know it's not an, that was a little ageist that was a little ageist David I, well I suppose but uh, I got I got braces when I was a kid and mm-hmm. they, they fixed my teeth and they've stayed there ever since and yeah. uh, mainly because I think I, <laughs> my diet for most of my life has been liquid as opposed to <laughs> but funnily enough on that um, this week I noticed age you know my teeth are getting yellower and it's mm-hmm. uh, you know enamel goes yep. from your teeth so I said to Sally there's a lot of teeth white and she said well you can get the teeth whitening treatment but the problem with that is you look like that episode of friends where ross she said you know people will notice that suddenly you as a 45 year old man are walking about with with teeth that could illuminate the the field and field of dreams yeah Uh, (laughs) and i thought yeah that's that's a good point so i i went online to buy you know proper toothpaste for it right Mm -hmm. and treatments for it yeah the toothpaste i bought Right, I recommended, and I did buy it, but even so, I'm still like, uh, I'll need to sit down here before I tell you this. It was £46. For toothpaste? For toothpaste. For a tube of toothpaste. It's not a Ugh. huge tube of toothpaste. It's not a small Can you use tube. it for anything it's, else, like lube? Can you, well, get, like, uh, what? It's too, well, it's too late to use it for lube now, isn't it? I bought it. Um, they've, already, they've already done it. But... Um, so if I don't end up looking like fucking Tom Cruise, I'm putting it on my head now because I expect it to grow my hair back as well. Oh, no, no, no. That's just going to make your head whiter. That's all that's going to do. You're going to be uh, more Caucasian. I'm gonna, yeah. well, I don't think I could be Yeah, anymore. I was going to say, that's... He'll just be translucent. before the end of the Bart week. rubs the fish sandwich on the wall of the yeah. costume. You guys have you guys have seen me. You know I'm the whitest. I'm from Ayrshire for Christ's sake. I am the whitest human being in the whole world. I can't die. I can't even clap in time to music for fuck's sake. Right? It's just it's uh it's not. Although I've got a nice wee story actually. Um, there's a band I love, right? American band called Beach Slang. And, okay. Uh, Click kind on of punky garage rock, right? The great. Uh, and the guy James from the band's about my age. Um, and they do loads of playlists and, and occasionally covers and they'll do sometimes I'm like is he breaking into my house and reading my playlist right because it's just <laughs> it's so he's clearly grew up same time as I have and the same music that I like um, and it stands out a bit because he's American and a lot of this is really obscure 90s British indie you know like stuff that was massive for a week in the NME and then disappeared forever but um, they played Glasgow few years ago 2017 played glasgow and he said uh as he was he said as he you know they were playing away and they'll do like random covers during shows uh, i've seen them once he did four replacements covers in one set right because <laughs> he just yeah. got yeah. so he said um, does anyone in here like the cure and i went yeah yeah wasn't a big audience and he said um do you know boys don't cry i was like yeah he said do you want to come up here and sing it like, <laughs> me being me obviously i went yeah, right. So I went up <laughs> on the stage, you know, proper gig and everything, right? You know, 300, 400 people in, and they did Boys Don't Cry, and I sang it. Right, cool. It's great. So he said to me afterwards, he said, anytime we come to Glasgow, you can play here. And he gave me his email address. So we sort of keep in touch. 
an email we are week said we're touring in later this year. Do you want to come on stage and sing any songs when we're in Glasgow? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I do actually. So um, I'll be my, what a cool bloke to, to do that. I think that's awesome. So if everyone wants to go download a Beach Slag song, you will enjoy them. They're very good. But uh, yeah, it was quite a nice story. I feel. Imagine, imagine doing that. So yeah, when they come to Glasgow, the bald guy who suddenly, the bald old guy who suddenly appears on the stage to sing Wembley by the Candy Skins is me. Well, it's going to be <laughs> embarrassing. Like, there's two hours in the middle of the set that just turns into a live heart and hand episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of confused people. Uh, well, let, let me get this one out of the way. Um, if you support the show this month, like our good friend Jano Fraser and his uh, Rascals Creative uh, mm-hmm. company, or uh, let's go with uh, Ray Paxton or uh, Neil Wells there, our, our friend who's giving this space over to the Sons of Struth youth sides. Uh, anybody who supports the show this month for February uh, and all, you know, like the recurring supporter donations or any new ones, uh, we're going to give all the money to our friend Michael McGuire and their um, uh, his his group for uh, bereaved parents. Um, that is, that is, tell you what, then, Shane, I'll double whatever. Yeah, well, there you go. So. Yeah, it's that's, it's that's very a great cause. Great yeah, cause. if if anybody else wants a match, just let us know, and you know you can get. I'll just give you our total at the end of the month, and and you guys can just go yep. ahead and that way for whatever tax purposes you gotta do for it, I don't care. Um, but uh, yeah, so whatever I've got at the end of the month in the supporter thing is gonna go to them. Uh, you can of course go to the website, which is anchor.fm/crowpod, and click on support, or just scroll down into the show notes on this episode or any episode and just click there 99 cents 4.99 or 9.99 and then we'll shout out your company or your charity or whatever you got and by the way if you do have a charity that's doing something and you would like us to take a look uh just let me know um i'm probably going to do this i don't know every other month throughout the year or so but uh popped up this month and i figured what the fuck michael's a good guy he did a show with us there a little while back so We'll do that. Uh, questions. Let's let's do the fun stuff. Yes. Peter, Peter Ewart, former former Crow man. I need to get him back on a. We we, we got to do a show with him here. I miss Pedro. Uh, but uh, he wants to. We can put Clancy or Willie Collin there into a Winter Olympic sport, and they have to compete. Mm-hmm. What are we picking now? We're going to avoid the obvious biathlon jokes because I don't, you know, feel You're like right. dealing. That's <laughs> two man skeleton. <laughs> um, ice skating. I'd like them to do ice skating like, together, like like the figure skating, or just yeah. Uh, I'd like yeah. Yep, no, the, the, mm-hmm. the figure skating. I'd like to see what routine they came up with because if you ever watch Wally Collum in particular, he's quite camp, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> his his hand gestures and stuff are very sort of. You know, like uh, what I imagine going to see a Shakespearean play in the 18th century would have been like, whoa! Yeah. You know, the arm comes up and it's all very dramatic. And uh, I think at one point he's been told to project his authority. You know, so he's like, whoa! And, uh, so I'd like to see what what he would do. Uh, uh, they they can decide which one wears the wee frilly skirt and which one um, wears the. Wears hmm. the Here's a point. Both. Yeah, why not? You know, these are the times we live in. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know? Do you know the kind of times we live in? This is how rock and roll that Elton John is, right? Genuinely, Elton John is so rock and roll, right? That his wife is actually a man. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah like Coke David. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The here's here, here's something uh, uh this this reminds me of is the whole Olympics. This is uh this happens about every 4 years. It was a little bit delayed this time. Um but this is this is the time uh that uh I will be in the dog park or just in the company of someone and someone finds out that uh I I curl or enjoy curling and they go, "Ooh, can you explain it to me?" Oh, and good. then I'm uh. that's my hour. That's is well, the yeah, hammer yeah, that yeah, little yeah. that little thing they hold on to? No, that's just another broom to come out of the no. hack. Well, what's the hack? It's really any jokes you're making about this premise. It's really. <laughs> I was I was watching it. I was waiting for the uh, the men's downhill to come on because right. skiing is great, right? I mean, let's, because let's, let's, like NASCAR, people going downhill at 95 yes. miles an hour. Yes, the exactly. threat of serious injury yep. is what mm-hmm. I'm the same. I, I even like the luge because see, there's same nothing thing. more thrilling in the luge yeah. Skelton, is when it's around. Because it, it always just comes to a really sad end, doesn't it? Oh, it I'm sorry. What, 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 the figure skater got dropped the other day, and once yes. you realize she was alive, you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a, But then that's that's the case. There's little funnier in your life than somebody falling down in the street. And you, exactly. as a good concerned human, you go over and say, "You all right?" Which is a very yep. stupid question when you think mm-hmm. about it. But even so, it's the one that we ask. We go, so, "Oh God, are you all right?" And they go, "Yeah, yeah, I just got a bit of a." Shock, then you have to turn around That's and bust laugh. out laughing. That's mm-hmm. the law. Yeah. yeah. Well, so no, so I'm watching the, the you know the curling, waiting for the downhill to come on. And like mm-hmm. I've curled in the past. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. But she was like, how how do you how do you uh the, 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 okay see see the center mm-hmm. of the thing? Yeah. Okay. You want your th- closer that the more you have closer that. That's mm-hmm. how many points you get. Yep. And then so, like nine, but then there were like nine other. I was like, okay, honey. I was like, you know how we play bocce ball outside in the front yard? Yes, I said it's exactly yeah. like that, but it's on ice. There you go. It, I, I had this happen. The best one of these I ever had happen was it was in the um, Salt Lake Olympics when the U.S. was hosting, and I was traveling back and forth from the U.S. every week, and so uh, we would fly fly in Sunday, out Thursday. So the Thursday. The Olympics are on, and this is kind of like the first, like we, you know, we get to decompress in the bar before we get onto our flight. And so it's a, this horseshoe-shaped bar in in Providence Airport, and they've got the Olympics on, and it's curling. And I have already talked with everyone that I need to from my yeah. work, so I'm just going to yeah. enjoy a nice beer and watch the curling. Watch the curling. And yeah. so <laughs> I'm 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 obviously engaged in it. My eyes are glued to the screen, and the guy beside me goes, "Excuse me, are you watching that?" And I'm now thinking he's going to want to change the channel. And so I go, yes, I'm watching. He goes, can you explain it to us? And I was like, okay. And so then I'm looking down, and there's like five of my friends. As I start into the instructions, the two guys on the other side of my buddies are all leaning in, trying to listen to this great passage of information I'm giving about how to draw into the forefoot. So, yeah. I I get that a fair bit with cricket. That, that people, you know, because especially when there's big series on, you know, mm-hmm. the Ashes, the main, they, there's very little on in Scottish summer, so you go to a bar and it'll be on, right? And people will see you watching it and reacting to it, and, you know, they're not rude at any, and you get the odd guys, well, I can't believe you like cricket, and you're like, yeah, mate, I also like being able to walk and talk at the same time, so mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you and I differ clearly in, in several our approach to life. But uh, people come up and say, you know, could you explain the rules to cricket to me? And, and uh, I kind of feel like <laughs> 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not just like that, no. Um, cricket rules, you're going to need to sit down with a pen and paper. There will be yeah. a test. Um, it just, See, you, know, you always, you, you got to have that, just like with the curling, how I talk, like, just, you want them closer than the other teams. It's like with baseball, just don't get out. There you go. That's, yeah. That, I mean, okay. you got you got to have that another, one way to be able to summarize the rules and the one very, right. you know, concise Baseball's little point. another one that you cannot just explain in a sentence. It's just not possible. There's no. too much going on no. with it. Whereas American football, for example, that's a doddle. They're trying to get that ball in there, right? And the other lads are trying to stop them. They're allowed to throw yeah, it. They're, 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 they're to trying to get the ball over there. So. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. they can't. They can't kick it, right? That's basically it. That's a nice football. Well, except except for when they can play. kick it, but then they can only kick it in certain fashion. See, yeah. the, now now it's already but, falling apart. But that's why you, you know you need to you need to sit down and spend a, a little bit of time. But I did like yeah. this line from the Onion this week, Shane. I thought you might like um, about sporting leagues that didn't take off in the US. Uh, and one of them was the International Cricket League, and it said cricket is the the sport of failed empires. So it wasn't appropriate for American audiences. Till about the last ten years, when I think we're about when I think we're about ready to go over there. <laughs> See, that's why it's on the ESPN Plus all the time. <laughs> exactly. So I just, yeah, I mean, it's a fair point. Once, once the yeah. empire has, uh, yeah, it'll be the Soviets versus the the Americans will be the big uh-huh. test match in ten years. See, I've oh. discovered something today, and and hopefully, if if we all make it to Vegas this year, um, I, I would like to do this. I will watch any sport in the company of people who enjoy that sport because it's just like it's infectious, and you get into the game and you get the nuances. I would love for David to to uh, allow me to watch cricket and or rugby with him, so that I could go, okay, what the fuck was that? Why did that happen? <laughs> because I think I understand rugby, and then the referee blows his whistle, and then I don't understand rugby. So yeah, but but I would they love actually it. explain it. Like they're they're I, oh god, I don't miss rugby. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I do. I gotta give credit the one thing for uh, for NBC. Uh, apparently, learned their lesson from the 2018 Winter Olympics, in which uh, it was the women's uh, super G, you know, skiing competition. And mm-hmm. um, after like six racers had gone. NBC, one of, you know, like declaring a, what was her name, Veith, I think, the winner, mm-hmm. and that Lindsey Vaughn was going to finish fourth and blah, 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 and all this other shit. But there were still like 28 skiers to go. And and one of the last ones was that the, the Czech uh, snowboarder who mm-hmm. was doing the skiing just to take like a, a second look at how the, the track would be set up for the mm-hmm. snowboarding. And so she took a completely different line and ended up winning – the Super G gold medal by one one hundredth of a second. Nice. <laughs> um, after NBC had spent like a half hour talking about, you know, gold met not not presumed gold medalist, not likely gold medalist, but definite mm-hmm. gold medalist for yeah. shit. And uh yeah. So at least they, they they seem to have learned that lesson. But they still keep like that shit, I don't you know, especially now with the advent of streaming, right? Mm-hmm. You've got nine thousand different ways to show me these things. Don't mm-hmm. abridge anything. Don't cut anything. The old sure. I, I want to watch the shit where people are going really fast downhill on very narrow things, and I want to watch all of it that I can for two weeks. Don't fucking edit it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Speaking of which, Gavin wants to know now that I'm talking about skiing again. How long <laughs> till I injure myself? 
It has been a little while since I went skiing. I would, yeah. <laughs> I I highly doubt you could get insurance. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh man. I I I love picturing that call mm. to the insurance place. Hello, I'll st- oh hi Shane. Mm. Well, that, that that's the thing. No. I think they already know because it's the Shane line, and it, it, the yeah. the, spe- the special red phone rings like in Batman, <laughs> and they go, "Oh fuck, what's he up to now?" Yeah. Um, and yeah. the guy comes on, and he's like, "Skiing." You, hold on a second, I'll just check my manager, and he he puts his hand over the phone and goes, "You're never gonna fucking believe this." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just you know, he's he's just idly paying attention while he's playing like free self. No, Shane, yeah. you can't have car. No, not even if you wear a helmet. No, not if you're in bubble wrap. No, <laughs> not even if it's not if you're on an anthill. No, you know. Ideally, would prefer you didn't even travel. Yes. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the, the the worst injury I've suffered snow skiing is dislocating a hip. That's a bad so, injury. Yeah, no, that's not a good one. I can tell. <laughs> that 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 tends to linger for years and years and years afterwards. So yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Grant wants to know what excuses can we give next time Columbia try to call up Alfredo? I, I just <laughs> just tell just tell him he's dead. Yep. You know, it's Columbia. They're, they're, I mean, yep. they don't really have good internet. They're not going to check. Yeah. No, you, you just, you literally, before you go, uh, hello, is that Columbia? Uh, that, so I don't understand. Do you speak English? And if they start speaking yeah. English, you say, I'm really, really sorry I don't speak English. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, the phone's, the phone's really breaking up here. Can, can, yeah. Could you mm-hmm. try us back in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Columbia. We were just talking. <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, you just, you know, the, the, the state, the British airline industry is in, you just quite truthfully say, sorry, we don't mean to play. can't get a flight out. <laughs> he would need to take, he would need to take the Queen Elizabeth and it takes yeah. eight weeks, uh, yeah. go, you know, going via the Cape of Good Horn. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, it, it's not, nice. it, it's not possible. So, yeah, I mean, I think we've got a legit one, but uh no, and the next time there's an international break when we are playing, then he's getting locked in a cupboard somewhere. Yes. And, yeah, uh, I, I immediately like, first saw it's it's the football manager talk to player, convinced to retire from internationals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just you're done, son. It worked, the, it worked the, for the Scotty club, Arfield. The club needs you. Yeah. By the way, see if Scotty Arfield doesn't. If Canada reaches him, Scotty Arfield doesn't pull the classic. I'm back for the final. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will lose all respect for him as a man. Right? right. That's exactly what you do. You've earned it. You fucking go. Okay. And yeah. get them told. That is the John Terry showing up for the picture in full kit. Like, I dossed about this country when we were getting hammered off the fucking you know, Barbary pirates. Then I am most certainly, I am most certainly fucking turning up when we get to a World Cup. So no, exactly. Scotty, you will be totally. We will we will be behind you on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's and the guy that you, the guy that bumped the squad will probably apologise to you. So. Go for it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I I wouldn't mind seeing him salute as after he scores against South Korea. Or exactly. Whoever it is, so yeah. Exactly. So no, definitely. Oh my God. He's him. Can we while we're with Morales? The, the, the contempt on his face for Hearts supporters. Yes. <laughs> Alfie's Alfie's facial expressions should be oh. should be a, a coffee table art book, shouldn't it? I know. You know Curated by Ross Henry. The yeah. one after his second goal, where he has a huge smile that goes into a complete and utter, you know, just yeah. 
loses it with joy yeah. and then yeah. back into a smile again was yeah. just magnificent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Graham wants to know, is it wrong? I have no sympathy for people who have given random people money then complain when they aren't paid it back. Well, um, about yes and no, right? Um, here's the thing. Genuine, serious head on. See if somebody does a sob story and someone gives them money and it turns out that the person who gave the sob story was lying, then that is, as far as I'm concerned, that's only one person's fault, right? That mm-hmm. is only one person's fault. But then, yeah, don't complain about it because, you know, it happens. Yeah. Please don't let it put you off in the future because, as I say, there are more good people than bad. There's only one person at fault here, and it's the arsehole who lied to people to get money. Yep. Also, don't, 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 uh, you know, if you're, if you're going to like run a, a I, I know this is a very specific example, but it, it, we just did cross a one year anniversary. If you're going to take a pie and 20 quid to another woman that isn't your wife, don't um, don't talk about it on, on Twitter. Uh-huh. <laughs> or actually, do talk about it on Twitter uh-huh. <laughs> extensively, and then be sure to include specific notes about your wife, like you know how long she sucked your balls and, mm-hmm. and things. That like was that. the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Where the guy it, said it was the one year anniversary. Yesterday. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. For those of you who don't know this story, a guy on Twitter. Um, he said he, what was it? He'd made too much steak pie. He, he made right? an extra steak pie. That there was, was a it. woman who didn't have food. You know, it was it was it was supposedly right around Christmas, not mm-hmm. this past Christmas, but the one before, and or Christmas or New Year's, I can't remember either one. Doesn't matter. And uh, so he made an extra steak pie. That was it. She yeah. was kind of hard on her luck with her kids, yeah. so he mm-hmm. drove and he the steak offered- pie. That's yeah, it. Yeah. She didn't say, "Oh, can I have a steak pie?" Oh, no, it, it was Christmas Day because, yeah, like he left his house where his wife was on Christmas mm-hmm. Day to drive the steak pie like four hours with a twenty quid note under it, uh, and she never what she didn't invite him in the house or. <laughs> I mean, it was obvious like this guy left his Christmas. Basically, she didn't shag him. His hole. Yeah. <laughs> right. And funnily enough, this this mortally embarrassed lady who who sadly had to leave Twitter and she hadn't done yeah. anything wrong. This guy yeah. basically insisted on coming on Christmas Day to give her a steak pie, right? Um, and she thought, and clearly, Com- we all coming know on quite... Christmas is a bad choice of words, but yeah. <laughs> exactly, uh, yeah. we we all know quite what the the thought process behind it mm-hmm. was, right? And then she didn't do it, and he was calling her for all sorts. So of course, people mm-hmm. quite rightly jumped in and went. Hang on a minute, mate. You're the fucking weirdo mm. who decided that he would chat up some yeah. Twitter random on the premise of a steak pie and twenty pounds, right? Um, <laughs> and expected. And his defence to it was, he said, "I've been married for fourteen years, and I get my balls get sucked my balls every sucked night. Every night. Now, anyone who's married for anyone who's been married, because you don't get married. See, that's what happens when you let the dog minutes. sleep in the bed. You don't get your balls sucked every night. That's so." That's his first lie, right? Anyone knows that. See, even if my wife said to me, she's like, by the way, can I suck your balls every night? I'd be like, no, you bloody well can't. Oh, right? I've got, I've got, I'm tired. I've got things to do. I want to watch this episode of Red. Yeah. I want to watch this episode. Or forget. Yeah. Um, so okay. That... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You fuckers don't know how to multitask. Let me tell you something. You uh, position the TV right, it's no, done. No, I don't know. No. Right, because you yeah. need wash after it. And, uh, you know, what if I've had my shower? Eh? Eh? What if I've had my twice? shower? 
that's I'm not doing that. I mean, that. Wait, what is this? There's an almost a, you know, I seriously there's a sort of. I hate to say this, Todd, but there's a sort of Catholic sense of pageant. I, I was gonna say, in your life. Todd, Todd, get your bingo card out because here comes the uh, Presbyterian love making. Here we go. <laughs> you yes, can go ahead right. and get this one. No, well, eyes closed, <laughs> lights on. No, no, no. What I was going for in this one was instead it's the discipline that allowed us to win two world wars. Right? That's yeah. where I was going with that. You can get so your balls sucked during peacetime, David. You can do it. Don't you fucking think you can predict me, you pair of fucking colonial wankers, right? <laughs> because you didn't guess it, and you only had two to go for, and you got the wrong one. But, no, but genuinely, right? I mean, I think, first of all, there's something really, really odd about someone who's prepared to drive on Christmas Day to give someone a steak pie. And Four hours? Nobody Four hours. Surely it would be cold by the time he got there. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not like he's got the Domino's heat bag. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking hell. See if he see if it comes out that he mugged some Domino's guy on the way right. to get the heat bag. That just compounds his crime. And it's just you know, but the, That's where he got the twenty quid from. It was already. I was saying, yeah. yeah. But mm. the the other one, as I say, you know, is, is somebody that was saying, "Oh, I can't afford to feed my kids," and then people lent her money, and then she was posting up, I think, things about our, yeah, things about our yeah, uh, new carpet and trips that yeah. she was having and stuff. And and like I say, people, you know, there's only one pair. Don't condemn the people for giving her it. Condemn the condemn her for doing it because. I don't really want to live in a world where I'm not no. going to do anything nice because I mean, the, 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 only, yeah. the only time I condemn the people for giving it or when it's so blatantly out, like, like when the, the people, the, uh, who was it? Like a, a, a whole herd of Pakistani men broke into our house and stole our dog and we need 5,000. But no, yeah. no, 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 right. no, no. You, you yeah. owe a drug dealer money. Like yes. Yes. anybody yes. can read that one. That was telegraphed bigger than shit. Man. The bat signal <laughs> is dimmer than that fucking light. You just threw up. <laughs> That's a very fair point. Right. I will grant, I will grant you if that. If you get money to that person, I am fucking laying into you. I reserve that right. If somebody who, you know, it, legit has seemed to have a normal twitter account in the past that you've interacted that's the other thing that you've been interacting with for a while had said ah, yeah, i've had plenty of friends who you know have said to me look i'm struggling for a bit of cash and i've given them money and my yeah. rule is always the same i will i never ever condemn somebody if they didn't give me it back i just never give them no. it again exactly it just means yeah, that exactly. the bag is shut i won't bug you actually that's a lie that, that's the only other thing about me if i lend you money see if you say to me i'll give you it back tuesday that's right. I'll ask you Tuesday. To, I'll yeah, that's that. See, if you say to me, I can't afford to give you it back for a year, I won't ask you for a year. But yeah. if you tell me Tuesday and you don't give me it on Tuesday, then we're done. Bank of Bank of David's closed. <laughs> uh, that's the only, Those are the only conditions. But yeah, if somebody asks me, takes the money and doesn't pay it back, then... I just don't give them it again, but I don't feel I'm in the wrong. <laughs> I think they're no. in the wrong. Not me. I've done a nice thing. They're the ones who've been, you know, a bit of a prick. And it's the same way with this young lady. Um, as you uh, say, Jane, I, I think if, you know, what, we should probably put the, uh, what's the word, the warning there. He's not a Nigerian prince. <laughs> he doesn't have thirteen and a half million dollars to give to you. Do not give him your bank details. <laughs> oh, let's go. Two more quick ones here. Wilf wants to know which one of us can do the other one's uh, job the best. He puts job in quotation marks, and you yeah. know what? 
I mean, we can all clearly do David's job. Because... Okay. <laughs> hey, no, mate, here's the part. I've got, uh, I brought my own microphone. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, you two lads, but who's networking we on with us? You know what I mean? Mine for the first uh, 24 who hours. Both, who both started podcasts before <laughs> I did, and I'm still the most popular one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no, you couldn't do I couldn't do Shane's job because I would die as I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Owning a bar. I mean, I could do it for about 20 Were minutes. Were you Sam fucking Malone? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the thing. No, but I wouldn't do it. You know how Sammy would be there drinking his coffee and just mm-hmm. enjoying banter? I would be like Barney Gumble cutting my fucking gums to, on the taps. To that point, you never saw him with the amount of coffee and water he drank over the course of a day. Half of that show should have been done in the bathroom. Like, there's just... <laughs> and his teeth should have been fucking... Brown uh, yes. coffee that he that he drank. You never saw Norm drunk. No, no. <laughs> the guy literally drank for eight hours, and yeah. I think that's the problem with why I ended up so fucking drunk the first time I went to America. Because I had <laughs> it in my head, and I've never thought of it till now. But I realise now where I got. I had it in my head that American beer is like you know uh, lower strength. Right. And maybe it was in the 80s. It sure as fuck isn't. In fact, some of the American brewers, you know how it's all microbreweries now? Yeah, some of yeah. them, it's like, let's see how much alcohol we can get in this for a laugh. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, you know, the, the, the first night I was there, and uh, it was New York, it was the first place I went to. Obviously, I'm a British person. Where am I going? America? Oh, New York. Right. So, <laughs> obviously. Um, and I'm sitting there, and I turned around to my, my wife, and I was like, I'm fucking hammered. She's like, so am I. I can't feel my feet. And I was like, <laughs> We've only had like eight beers, and then we sort of said to the barman, and he's like, "Yeah, it's like nine percent." Like, That'll be why there's three of you in my yeah, island yeah. right now. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, same with Molson. When I went to Canada, I was under mm-hmm. that impression, and uh, Molson's like six percent. Yeah. But then the worst, like you get a few in, you quit paying attention. Now the bartender's like serving you Molson ice. Yes. So, so now you're drinking like some seven two shit mm-hmm. that's not even actually beer. Right. Like, it's, yeah, that's malt, big, that's malt liquor at that stage. Yeah. <laughs> the the uh, the biggest problem you'll ever have is coming into a bar in 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 Canada and going, you know, I've never had an Ontario IPA, and you're done. Uh, uh, this is a, these beers, they all because they're served in you know these places, people are serious about their beer, right? So they, they, well, can, they can see, but that that that's the first problem. Don't get serious about it's beer. Right? Well, that's that, that's what I mean. But I just assume uh, went to Colorado. The first place I really was aware of kind of microbrewery culture. This would be about yeah. 2007. Does that chime? Shame yeah, well, yeah. Uh, New Belgium was opening, and yeah, that's the yeah, first yeah, I really yeah. noticed. Yeah. And we were in, we went to Boulder in Colorado, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful little town. It's a college town, right? But it's like it's stunning. You know, yep. it just it's so cute. Um, you could totally that's tell where like, New Belgium is. So. You yeah. can totally <laughs> tell where where Mark and Mindy why they stayed there, right? It's a lovely place. <laughs> and we went into this this bar, and it was you know beautiful, big wooden place. Um, and we went into it, uh, and. You know, the guy heard the accents and he's like, ah, he said, um, do you like Guinness? And I said, yeah, yeah, very much so. And he said, well, we've got a stout that we produce in here. Would you like to try it? And he says, it's similar to Guinness in that, you know, it's got the creamy head rather than mm-hmm. more of a porter. Yeah. I said, yeah, yeah thank yeah. you. So he pulls me a pint of this thing, lets it settle. It looks 
absolutely stunning. I taste it. I went, mm-hmm. That is lovely. It was so rich, so dark, so mm-hmm. creamy, so smooth, right? And so I 14% drank, alcohol, bro. <laughs> I drank yeah. three pints of it in oh, an man. hour. And the next thing I remember is I'm banging the door of the hotel, calling my <laughs> wife a cunt and asking why she won't let me in the room. Oh. <laughs> it begat some serious, oh serious bad God. beginning to a holiday vibe, right? And yeah, of course, see, that was oh, <laughs> we, we we had one downtown Knoxville. It would have been a little bit before that because it was right after I got done with school. So I don't know, right. yeah, probably oh five, oh seven. But anyway, same shit. It, you know, it was like it, it, they would just kind of guess at what the alcohol content in the beer. Was. <laughs> You know, like every batch was different, so it's like uh, but nine to thirteen percent probably. Mm. <laughs> okay, and, and right. those, are, those are not that should be the accumulated percent of alcohol you have over a night. It shouldn't be in the first <laughs> yeah, five hundred milliliters. You're drinking, you're drinking a bottle of wine with every pint, is basically yeah. 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 And, yeah. And then because as well, out strong alcohol over here, um, super lager, right? Is it's designed to warn you because it tastes like petrol. Yeah. And that that's the point. It's the cheapest, nope. most yeah. shit stuff, right? And like the, the, the famous one over here is called uh, Tenant Super, right? And yes. when yes, you yes. open it up, the aroma tells you it smells like someone's placed a dog turd onto a, <laughs> onto a still burning ashtray, right? And you drink it and it tastes like, as I say, lager that someone has put a little bit of petrol in to thicken it up. And it's fucking vile, but it gets the job done because it's for people who live in parks. Right, yeah. that's what it's for. It's to make you forget your troubles. Things like you know the temperature, so your the name, the Mitchell and Webb skin. It's like that's it, yeah. Two cans of the... yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's super thick. So gonna lay you... down out here on the sidewalk now, and <laughs> so that's what it is. Yeah, Digby chicken salad. It, yeah, it's exactly that. And then you go to like these these brew houses, and the, they produce you this. It's kind of like a nuclear weapon wrapped in a pink bow, right? It's, it's disguised. They hand you this this beer and, and the aroma is lovely and you drink it and it's going down really smooth. This can't be full of alcohol. It's a trap. It's a trap, I tell you. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no, there's one here. That, well, see, the, the, the one that'll get you here is like the barley wine. You know, they make it sound like, oh, that sounds nice. There's a nice sweet aroma. It's what? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Death of your marriage. Just right exactly. yeah. But you, I suppose you can legitimately go home and say, I've only had four pints. Yeah. And it is yeah that's... But as you say, Shane, it's the equivalent of four bottles of wine. Speaking of which, fucking onion headline of the week Funeral, all right. <laughs> oh man my granddad um rather famously loved funerals of people he didn't like right oh beauty absolutely adored them because you could go there was alcohol they fed you he loved them right and one time it was a, a, a like a distant cousin had died so my mum said i can't get time off work can you go to the can you go to the funeral with your papa? And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. Who is it? And she said, oh, you know, one of your cousins, you know, one of your, you know, great uncle's sons, right? You know, and you've you only met him a few times. No bother. So not that upset. Getting an afternoon off school. Right? Fuck it. So, uh, you know, there I am, my wee, you know, school shirt and black tie kind of thing. And uh, 
my papa comes in and before the the ceremony all the men as they did back then the bottle of whiskey's getting passed around right oh my papa's kind of you're quite happy to can then in the funeral he reaches into his pocket and he brings out a can of McEwen's export ale cracks go. it open rather loudly <laughs> right and he's sitting drink and and he's he's just he's so happy and i, I remember <laughs> the the minister said the minister said john was a good man beloved by his family my papa turns around, and i think he thinks sotto voce but not <laughs> that that drunken sotto voce yeah. that's actually more more spit he, he turns around to me and he goes that's a load of shit everybody thought he was a cunt yeah. <laughs> and half the room goes <gasps> and the other half go ah oh, you're right sonny he was a cunt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a scottish funeral <laughs> and he got too- home and my mum said, how was the funeral? He said, one of the best funerals I've ever been to. <laughs> Cut to the email you're about to get from that listener. Uh, you swore again, and you really desecrated a funeral. I really don't <laughs> well, I didn't. For... Clearly, you need to look at the people who brought me up, because they, that was... But as I could gather, actually, from speaking to a lot of the other people at the funeral afterwards, he, the guy in question had, in fact, been a cunt. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know, I think that we're... That, there were quite a few people who were there to check he was dead, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was, you know, because funerals, uh, by him, you know, as they, weddings, funerals, uh, uh, and uh, engagements, th- those were the, the, you know, back in, in their day was when you got together to socialise. So as somebody said, hatches, matches, and dispatches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck it. All right, that'll do it. We're running a little over. Uh, don't forget, like I said, please donate or whatever. Send the support thing. Even if you only want to do it for this month, you can just go ahead. You log in, you do it once, and then just cancel it right away. Or I think you yeah. can do a one-time thing. But that money's our buddy Michael McGuire and his group for uh, bereaved parents. Uh, they built a, a lovely little cottage uh, for, for families to kind of escape to. And, uh, yeah, it's he's a good guy. I don't know. If you don't follow him, you can get him on Twitter. Like I said, we did a show with him here, or I did a show with him here a little while back that you can go find if you if you scroll down. But uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Todd, yes, of course you can find everything he does at heyitstva.com. Find him on Twitter at heyitstva. What's coming up? Uh, we have just finalized the dates for the next two write 'em ups. One is live, and the other is going to be streaming. Um, they're there both in March, March the 11th and uh, March the 26th. Uh, March the 11th is going to be the uh, it's a Friday. That is the online one that you can see at unknowncomedyclub.com. And then on the 26th, we'll be back in Toronto at the Comedy Bar at 7 p.m. Finalizing the lineups for both of those, but those are the dates. So you can track me at uh, slash calendar did, did you just had something on Friday too? Can they, they can go back and watch that on Facebook or something? Yes, up. Uh, yes. we we are still trying to get the feed, and then we'll pop that up on Facebook okay. at Write 'Em Up Show. Cool, there you go. Yeah. Uh, David, you can find on his made up Twitter feed or at uh, Ibrox Rocks <laughs> and everything. Heart and hand. Thank you. Thanks, David. Uh, I can't think if I got on. I'm going to football tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, enjoy the football. Uh, You're going to be safe. Uh, hopefully, yeah, you know we pre- keep keep winning and doing. The, you know, you know more, more 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 like the weekend, less like last week. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big <laughs> fan of. Yeah, I, I think I speak for all three of us, and I hate to to you know to do that. Oh, no, you, no, no, that's okay. Uh, oh, thank you, me. I, I think I speak for for the three of us and for all of you listening when I say, yeah, it's much more fun. 
You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tend to like it when Rangers don't ruin, uh, you know, everything. my day or my <laughs> everything. Or, yes, yeah. everything. Our yeah. lives. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But by the way, all you Darby County fuckers, I'm, I'm real sorry, <laughs> but oh, it's, it's, it's not going to get better. <laughs> Can so I just know, say oh. uh, what what Tess said about the Mike Ashley thing? He said. Um, the options uh, are coming down to Mike Ashley or no club. He said, so I'm going to go for Mike Ashley and then the very next day start working to get him out. Yeah. Hey, I don't, <laughs> come on, the, the, the Easdales were sniffing around, you know, because that's it, somehow totally like, different from getting Mike Ashley. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's odd, isn't it, that the Easdales and, uh, and Mike Ashley are almost like they're connected. Yeah. Some, I, you know, it's, it's kind of like the really measles parties. You know, like where you get all the yeah. kids together and just like, okay, let's all get this de- uh, over with, and then yeah. you know, well, let's just, just get them out the road. See if see if uh, Duff and fucking Duff will turn up then. then yeah. You know, but Bill yeah, no, Tess, yeah, how, how lucky seeing, is he? Start seeing the invoices that say Brian needs to approve. Just <laughs> run like hell. Yeah. How, I can tell you. Poor Tess, though. I mean, how fucking unlucky is he? He gets you know he gets rid of it all at <laughs> yeah. Angels. And then the exact same fucking situation happens at Derby, and it's like mm. I said to him, I said, "Mate, um, see you the next time you're up. I'm not taking you to see my local junior team go in and Rangers because yep. you're a fucking jinx." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's had another. Oh. He's had another Mike Ashley flare up. Yeah. No, sorry. No. Yeah, he, yeah. You're not allowed within 200 yards of them. Yeah. He's obviously <laughs> infected. Oh, you know, Ted Dance is trending. I'm going to get the fuck off of here before yeah, I find get out, out why. Yeah. Good, go, go, go. <laughs> God damn it. So that'll do it. I said, enjoy the football. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Some people call me the space cowboy. 